Martin Ling's The Secret of Shakespeare, chapter on Othello, page 62. The everlasting union of soul and spirit after death is indicated by Othello's dying, quote, upon a kiss, and also by the marriage sheets on the bed of death a detail that Shakespeare stresses just as much as he stresses the fact of Henry IV's death in the Jerusalem chamber. Everything is really explained in the Moor's own objective judgment of himself at the end when he tells the Venetians that they must speak of him as, quote, of one that loved not wisely but too well, of one not easily jealous but being wrought perplexed in the extreme. He does not mean by the words, not wisely but too well, that he had loved Desdemona too much, but on the contrary, that he had not loved her enough. Wisdom here is certainly not worldly wisdom, such as might limit the extent of passion, but wisdom in the higher sense, which would have added its light to the heat of passion and made him, quote, see that Desdemona was in fact goodness itself. Then he would have been proof against Iago's deceptions, whereas a blind love which had too much passion in proportion to its wisdom made him a relatively easy victim. In this play it is blindness above all that characterizes fallen man, leaving a loophole for him to be, quote, wrought, that is, worked on by the devil, until he is so, quote, perplexed, that he comes to believe the exact opposite of the truth. As we have already pointed out, the more is almost perfect, even at the outset, and this partly helps to make the quickness of his passage through purgatory so convincing. It is as if only one element were lacking to complete his perfection, an element of wisdom or vision. Now the descent into hell for the discovery of the soul's worst possibilities is only necessary because these possibilities are an integral part of the psychic substance and need to be recovered, purified and reintegrated for in order to be perfect, the soul must be complete. This question will have to be considered more fully in connection with measure for measure. For the moment, it is enough to bear in mind that the lost and perverted elements have first to be found and then redeemed, and that the interval between finding and redemption is likely to be fraught with danger. The case of Othello might be described by saying that when he reaches the bottom of hell, he finds a hitherto unknown blind eye, namely the lost element of vision, lying in the depths of his soul. Corruptio optimi pessima. Corruption of the best is corruption at its worst. And since this eye as well as being virtually the most precious, is also the most powerful of the psychic elements, it is able to transmit its blindness to the rest of the soul, and he throws away 
the pearl of great price. Then dawns the truth. Shakespeare achieves here an overwhelming impact of a kind which drama alone, of all the arts, makes possible. Amelia's revelation of the innocence of Desdemona and the villainy of Iago, her instantaneous and dazzlingly clear proof that white is white and black is black, comes as a fiat looks, an irresistible divine command, let there be light. The blind eye is filled with light and takes its rightful place at the summit of the soul. Quote, the stone which the builders rejected is become the head of the corner. Mark chapter 12 verse 10.